Hello and welcome to the Things to Realize podcast, the audio version of Mark Patterson's, that's me, weekly Substack newsletter. This week we pay tribute to David Crosby in the era he personified. Crosby passed away last week and his passing reverberated throughout our generation. But first, thank you for listening to the podcast. It's been well received and it is fun to provide a different dimension to the newsletter. I didn't expect to add music right away, but recording this awoke my inner recording engineer and DJ. And how can I talk about music without playing music, right? Music is important to me, and so is FM radio. I love the creativity of FM DJs, the golden era, as it were, of FM was the 70s when you had DJs like Jim Ladd on KMET and Mike Rufone on early KROQ. And they didn't just spin the music, they spun stories with sound. The sitcom WKRP in Cincinnati captured it well, but of course my stations were more uh, rock and roll, uh, WMMR in Philadelphia, KMET in K-West, and sometimes KLOS in LA, WMET in Chicago. My favorite of all time is Jim Ladd, who currently is at Sirius FM. I lived in Santa Monica and used to go down to the beach at night and park my car and turn on Ladd. At least once per night, he'd go into a long-themed set. An example set would be Led Zeppelin-themed. He'd start with the intro to In the Light, and then cross into Kashmir, and then interject comments like, Lord have mercy, and then fade back into In the Light. He might play sound clips from speeches or news shows or pontificate on some inspirational 60s shit and then start talking about the importance of a good woman as he spun up Squeeze My Lemon and then fade into the ocean, and then somehow bring it all back to In the Light, for example. So if you hear a hint of Jim Ladd in me, maybe crossed with some Ira Glass, well, these are my audio roots. And so I'm glad you like it. I know I'm having a lot of fun, and um, I think it's about time we actually get into the podcast. So here we go. David Crosby. David Crosby's passing hit me harder than I expected. I was born at the tail end of the baby boomers in 1960. I never felt like a real boomer. I always defined a baby boomer as a person who was old enough to go to Woodstock and young enough to have actually wanted to go. I was nine years old that rainy Woodstock weekend in August 1969. I remember it well because we lived outside Philadelphia 
and my 14-year-old cousin Dennis, who was living with us at the time, begged my dad to let him go. But it's Woodstock, man. I'll never forget it. I had no clue about Woodstock. My favorite song at the time was Gentle on My Mind by Glenn Campbell. A reminder, Glenn Campbell did not play Woodstock. The following year, my cousin got the three-disc record album of Woodstock, and at the time, I did not care for it except for two songs. Jimi Hendrix playing the national anthem, which, by the way, is astounding, and Country Joe and the Fish's Fish Cheer, which included the I Feel Like I'm Fixing to Die rag. There's not a nine-year-old in the world who wouldn't love the Fish Cheer. Give me an F! F! Give me a U! U! I couldn't believe it was on a record. But the Fixin' to Die rag? Another marker of being a true boomer was being old enough to be drafted into Vietnam. And believe me, the war was ever-present. I used to deliver papers to the ladies who worked at the courthouse in our county seat. And when a draft lottery drawing was published, these women would pour over the newspaper to see what numbers their sons drew, and they would end up looking rather relieved or distraught at the results. The lyric, Be the first one on your block to have your boy come home in a box, hit me hard in the chest, even at nine years old. Hell, you'd see the red-draped boxes on TV. A few months later, the album Deja Vu from Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young was released, and I remember the brown texture of the cover. Of course, they played at Woodstock, and even after a few months, the mystique and myth of Woodstock being a miraculous alignment of the stars was fully developed. The song Woodstock, written by Joni Mitchell, told the tale of harmony and perfection and of being golden stardust. And the song defined Woodstock as a defining moment of our generation, especially the older half. It's a great record, a dramatic record, a defining record. I loved Carry On and Teach Your Children, Deja Vu and Our House. I felt at home in that album somehow. It was inspiring, but then I listened to Almost Cut My Hair. At first I thought it was silly, a song about cutting hair. But then Crosby sang the lyric... I feel like letting my freak flag fly, and it resonated inside my young mind. I knew that I was not going to be a person who wore his hair short, who wore ties and buttoned-up shirts and dress shoes. This was visceral. I didn't consciously stick a stake in the ground and cry out, no more haircuts for me. It just became part of my identity, my definition. Long hair, t-shirt, jeans. And it was that way until the mid-80s. This song alone didn't cause me to eschew short hair, but it coalesced the reasons why. David Crosby was the linchpin to me of that whole era, and I think it was because he was always that guy. Throughout the decades since Woodstock and CSN and The Birds, he personified that era because he was that era. It was not like he was stuck in the past. It was that he brought that mindset with him as he went along. He didn't grow out of it. He was it. All the rockers from that era either changed with the decades or became has-beens, stuck with that one hit song from 1967. But not David Crosby. He played his music, and he never tried to fold himself into anything else. When I heard that David Crosby had passed away, it hit me hard. As I said, his impact on me was unconscious, but it suddenly became clear in his passing. Yes, he affected me more than I thought. And his dying does not mean that Woodstock is dead or that his ideals are fading away into the past. It's as if he is ascending. 
he's moving on. But what he represented and personified is still very much with us. Maybe now, now is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Lord knows we need it. Via con Dios, David. Fly your freak flag high. Two, Things to Realize, the podcast. I released the first episode of the Things to Realize podcast on Monday. It has been a while since I put together a recording, and it was fun. My initial plan was to record a reading of last week's post and make it as clean as I could. But the bug got a hold of me. How can I talk about music and have audio without actually playing the music? I am assuming fair use since I am critiquing the music with high praise. So I recorded the intro... Had to figure out how to do a fade-out in GarageBand and added the music snippets. It's amazing what you can do with a MacBook and a good mic. I am pleased with your response. Thank you. The recording of this edition is of the newsletter is forthcoming. In fact, this is it. That's how forthcoming it is. And please, as always, let me know what you think. Subscribe if you haven't already and share. This is a moment I'm not actually using uh, GarageBand now. I, I moved off to a different platform called Hindenburg. You know, like I said, it's been a lot of fun doing this. Um, and I just wanted to say thanks again. Please subscribe and share. And I will be seeing you uh, before long. Thank you so much. Ciao.